1969, this day on a rooftop, which is city in England, you know? I think it was in foggy old London town, wasn't it? I think so. It was above the Apple recording studio. That's right. For sure I know that. John, Paul, Ringo, and George Santos <laughs> worked... <laughs> together for the last time publicly yes this is the last time we saw the four i think they look tremendous too mccartney's got the beard george is looking they're all looking great they're on a rooftop little did we know at the time that the most influential band in rock and roll history would never perform together again on a rooftop. And it just, I watched, I saw two of the songs pop up on the Twitter machine today. And I will admit, I was mesmerized. I, I mean, there's nothing comparable which could take place, right? We had, we had a YouTube video years and years ago. Which song was it where they went to the rooftop? And it was very cool. Somebody text me, 651-461-9226. But any group ending their run right now cannot even come close to touching the impact the Beatles had during the 60s, right? I mean, it's – and let me be clear. Nobody touches it. But if Springsteen said he goes up on – goes up on the Empire State Building, takes down that stupid – the Eagles color (laughs) – and says, this is it. Gives you a little Rosalita. Gives you the rising, whatever. That'd be a pretty cool moment, right? If uh, Foo Fighters said, we just can't come back after Taylor Hawkins. Cool moment. If you too. Pretty amazing. Come on. Doesn't touch what these guys meant. And they would still individually be incredibly impactful until... John was killed. George was ravaged and killed by an illness. McCartney's still been influential for a long, long time. Ringo, not really. It's Ringo. He's Ringo. You know, Santos could have been Ringo. I was reading about the concert today. 42 minutes. Is that what it was? No. Yep. Oh. 42 minutes. They just played five, maybe six songs. They did a couple different you know, versions of, like, Don't Let Me Down. They played three times. Yes. Um <laughs> How do you feel if you're one of the nearby homes or businesses that called the police to say, hey, hey, it's too loud over here. These punks from Liverpool are playing their guitars. <laughs> and the cops have to come and shut them down. Sounds like a Saul Lefkowitz sort of situation <laughs> calling and complaining. Uh, find it. We'll play uh, the Beatles the rest of the way. Of the 39 million riders taking Metro Transit passengers last year, 49 citations were issued by the police. 39 million riders, 49 citations in 2021. Only 10 citations for fair evasion were written. So Representative Steve Elkins, Bloomington, plans to introduce a bill making it easier to punish fair dodgers by issuing them a citation. Same thing as a parking ticket. Rather than threatening them with a misdemeanor, with a possible $180 fine. 
Elkin and another representative want to give non-police personnel authority to cite transit passengers who don't pay. Only Metro Transit police officers can now issue citations only after previous warning. In 2022, when I told you 49 citations were issued, 542 warnings were issued. 2021, when 10 fare evasions were written, 689 were. Yeah, this doesn't have to be a misdemeanor, right? Isn't this a no-brainer? We allow more people to issue you something comparable to a parking citation. I know it's complicated because we have a homeless factor and we have a mental health factor, which we see on light rail. We also have jackassian behavior, criminal behavior, buffoonery, confrontational behavior, which is popping up more and more because we don't have enough of any authority figures on said trains, Dave, causing more people to say, I'm out. I'm one of those who's out. Quentin loves the train. Loves it. I bet I've taken Q on the train 50 times. I won't do it now. Because story after story after story, either printed, covered, anecdotal from friends, where so often something ugly is taking place. I'm not exposing Q to that. I'm just not. Me, myself, would I do it? I would. I'm not bringing my child with a rare genetic condition and exposing to that. And I think there's a lot of other people are saying, why should I you know, do that? So when it costs the amount of money it does, when it was built after our city was already constructed, and now you can't ride the damn thing because of how awful some people are acting. So punishing people who aren't paying? Yeah, but a, a felony? I mean, not a felony, a misdemeanor. A felony would be pretty good. Shoot him. That's what I'm saying here. <laughs> Put that on the Twitter machine. Just ask questions. Like, this is a better way to go, right? Citation? Seems counterintuitive a little bit, but yeah, if you're going to enable, if you're, if you're going to widen the opportunity to catch people that are evading the fares, and yeah, just make it a parking ticket instead of the misdemeanor, yeah, whatever. Just tell people that you're there. Yes. You know, when I was riding in 2018, The more word spreads, that might yes. deter it. And I don't know what it's like now, but when I was riding, when I was doing the 9 to noon show and getting up and getting on the train at about 6.30, never anybody. Yep. Never saw anybody checking fares. What was funny, it was that during that time, about a month, month and a half, I was doing this show, filling in, almost every single day. Really? Yes. I've had my fare checked once. Okay. That's it. It was very, very frequent. Can we mix it up? Yeah, I know. It just. By the way, in the morning, you're in the rush hour. Seems like that'd be a better time. Yeah, to check. Fifty-three past one here on Adam Carter's radio station, WCCO.